Someone call earth, wind, and fire, because after the waving of Quinn Cook in Los Angeles, it seems that it may be time for a boogie wonderland. Okay, 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 not my best cold open, but here we are nonetheless. Welcome back to Smoke Break Sports. I am, of course, Kev, and if you don't know, now you know Boogie is in the process he being of uh, the given name DeMarcus Cousins, is in the process of parting ways mutually with the Houston Rockets. We've talked about it briefly on previous episodes. Be sure to check them out if you're interested. It's unfortunate the Wildcat reunion did not go as planned for Boogie and John Wall. I had hoped to see them. Well, originally I hoped Boogie wouldn't go to Houston there, once we got the two of them together, I thought, oh, well, that's pretty interesting. That'll make for good programming. Uh, admittedly wrong on that one, but after about half of a season, is it possible that Boogie Cousins is going back to L.A.? Well, of course it is possible, but I'm here to make the argument that that is not the route that this team should go. And I actually have, believe it or not, a better place where I think Boogie should go, uh, be better for both parties, honestly. So let's get into it. As I mentioned, Quinn Cook has been waived once again. Uh, a repeat of things that happened in the offseason. Um, this time, though, or maybe it was last season, I don't know. He's been waived before and brought back. He seems to be that uh, he's that guy that the Lakers have on the hook. Uh, he just ready to bring him back when their other plans don't work. But they've made their intentions clear by doing so. They already had one roster spot open that they could fill, that 15th spot. And by getting rid of Quinn Cook, they said two things. One, they feel like they are set at point guard, essentially. And two, that moves are being made. Now, maybe it's for Boogie. It happened to be that within 48 hours of the announcement that the Rockets and DeMarcus Cousins were parting ways, that Quinn was released. But that's not the only reason. That may just be a coincidence because the fact of the matter is, is Quinn Cook's contract would be guaranteed as of February 24th. So, this needed to happen if any move at all was going to be made uh, through free agency, even though the buyout market likely won't heat up until about a month from now in the end of March. If the Lakers have any interest in getting some of those guys, they were going to have to make this move before February 24th. So just because Quinn is gone now doesn't mean that the Lakers are making room for Boogie specifically, although that seems to be the general direction in which a lot of people are leaning. So here are my thoughts on the possible Lakers boogie reunion. One, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I I understand if Anthony Davis were healthy, there's not much room here for boogie. They already have Montrez. They already have Mark Gasol. They already have the Morris twin in in a league that continues to get smaller and smaller. So if you have a healthy Anthony Davis, there's really not room. Boogie at that point is, uh, to use an old Roman 
trope is a, a useless mouth, so to speak. Just a guy who's there, probably not going to contribute much, but having been who he's been throughout his career, probably someone who still wants to play and wants to contribute, but if you don't need him, you don't need him. Now, I know that Anthony Davis is out for about a month, so is it really in the Lakers' best interest to sign Boogie Cousins to help out for a month? Um, Obviously, some size could be needed. Boogie's despite injuries, probably a little more athletic than Mark Gasol at this point in Mark's career. But I really don't see the value. If I'm the Lakers, I'm wanting to get someone who can contribute past this period of just being down AD. So whatever moves they are making to get set up for, I, I would imagine they want this to have playoff implications and not just something that they're doing to make sure that they don't drop too far in the standings during the rest of the regular season. Now, on top of the fact that the position-wise, I don't know that another big is needed for more than a month, Boogie is not the only big on the market that the Lakers have expressed interest in. Uh, we've talked about them potentially going after Collins, which... Uh, Reports are that the Mavs are going after John Collins pretty heavily at this point, so maybe he's off the market. But a recent report that I just saw uh, claims that the Lakers are very interested in trying to bring Hassan Whiteside in. Now, some of what I just stated for Boogie remains true for a signing like Hassan Whiteside. The main difference is he is a different type of player. Whereas if you're, you know, if you're bringing Boogie in, he's not necessarily a rim protecting big. I mean, obviously he's going to do some of that. He's seven feet tall. He's going to get in someone's way, but he's not the same shot blocking monster that he was a few years ago. He's more of an offensive minded guy, a guy who can hit the outside shot, a guy who can facilitate when he gets the ball in the pose. Boogie's a great passer, a great playmaker. Really what he is, now that he's unfortunately been hurt for the last couple of years, is he's a poor man's Anthony Davis, which is why, to me, it is very redundant to have him on this team. There's a reason they let him go in the first place. If Anthony Davis is available, there's not much need for Boogie Cousins on the court. This isn't the days in New Orleans, which only worked marginally anyway, although uh, one could argue that if it weren't for the injuries, maybe that Pelicans experiment would have worked better. But the fact remains, these guys are cut from the same cloth. They offer, even when they're healthy, they offer basically the same package, whereas Hassan Whiteside is not Anthony Davis. He's not a knockoff. He is simply a rim protector and rebounder, which if he's willing to if he has the mentality to come in and he's okay with doing Dwight Howard-esque things for the Lakers and just coming in, getting rebounds, blocking shots, occasional tip in here and there, maybe he is someone who situationally could provide value in a particular NBA playoff series. What I'm thinking here is, let's say the Lakers run into the Nuggets in a best of seven. Wouldn't you love to be able to throw Hassan Whiteside at Jokic and not have Anthony Davis have to spend as much energy on defense. So not only do I think there are 
better options for the Lakers if they do sign a center, something that will fit their needs a little bit better. Uh, I think there's a better option here for Boogie if what he is searching for is playing time and honestly an easier path to the NBA Finals. And if you've been keeping up with this show over the past few months, you're already going to know who I'm talking about because I can't talk about this team without mentioning how badly they need a front court presence. And that, of course, is the Brooklyn Nets. Now, everything I just said about Boogie still remains the same. He will not be a rim protector in the way that he used to be. He's not going to be the cure-all for everything that ails Brooklyn. But I think he fits better with Brooklyn than he will with L.A. because Brooklyn doesn't have an Anthony Davis waiting in the wings. You know, they have Kevin Durant missing quite a lot of games this year. But when he comes back, A, he's going to go right back to being the top dog. And and he's one of the few scorers in NBA history who can get you 30 points off of 12 shots. I mean, he's incredibly efficient and he scores without having to be ball dominant. He can just get open and and hit jumpers all day. He's got a bunch of different ways he can score on you. And he's only going to play in the post in a small ball lineup. So if you're playing him in the post, it's not a lineup where Boogie would be playing anyway. Of course, they have DeAndre Jordan, who at this point in his career to me is basically about a Hassan Whiteside-esque. You know, the athleticism has gone down, but he's more of a defender and a rebounder. He's not much of a scoring threat, although, you know, you give him some bunnies, he'll make them. And I think that's where Boogie could provide some depth. Uh, This team needs it so badly. It's backup post players are Jeff Green and Noah Vonla. So I don't, I, for my money, I haven't seen Noah Vonla on the court since he's been signed. I'm sure he's played, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any impactful minutes yet. So clearly that wasn't the answer. The Nets are fast becoming the team to beat in the East, but they are going to have to go through the likes of Philadelphia. Um, There's talks that, you know, we got Drummond on the move. I think he will likely end up somewhere still in the East. So there's still going to be a couple of teams that Brooklyn faces that will have true centers And they're going to maybe need some help in defending. And a little bit offensively. Like I said, Boogie can contribute a little bit more in these situations. Uh, Again, if there's any any team in the league that doesn't need the offensive help, it is the Brooklyn Nets. But maybe, maybe I'm just being a bit biased here. Maybe I'm being a bit of a homer because I would like to see I, I you know this about me I want the big names together I don't care parody is cool to a certain extent um, there have been plenty of instances where non-household names make it make deep playoff runs or deep NCAA tournament runs and no one shows up to watch it so we can all talk about how we hate the same aces in the same places but when it comes to parody we don't tend to actually enjoy it it's that thing we all say we want it's that perfect ma'am or mister in our life that we say we want, but as soon as that person appears, it's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want that. I'm actually going to chase, chase some of this bad stuff, this stuff that I claim to hate. That's what powerful teams in the NBA are for everyone. We want those same four teams. We want the Lakers and the Celtics and nowadays the Clippers and the Nets. We want to see them 
go deep into the playoffs. I, for one, would love to see Boogie Cousins reunited with Kevin Durant. They seem to have a pretty good relationship when they were in Golden State. So either way, chances are Boogie's going to be reuniting with someone. For my money, despite what you are hearing, despite what everyone is saying about how this is certainly going to see Boogie back in LA, I think we need to see Boogie down in Brooklyn. And that, my dear friends, is all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on the internet at Smoke Break Sports. We are currently in process of our own website, so look out, look for that to come. I'll be damned, they won't let us advertise anywhere, so we're just going to make our own website and see how that goes for us. In the meantime, if you have enjoyed what we bring to you, if we bring light to your day in any way, shape, or form, please, please consider sharing this with a friend. We would love to see the Smoke Break community grow. And in the meantime, your valuable time has been much appreciated. I have been Kev. You have been fantastic. Have a great rest of your day. Go Pacers.